Welcome to the Honesty Club podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Sarah Joy. We've been friends for over a decade. And at this point, we've talked about everything. Each week, we'll take a hot topic and give our honest takes. And even better, we're inviting you to be a part of the conversation by submitting your stories and thoughts. Laugh a little, learn a little, and even feel free to disagree. You're invited to join the Honesty Club. Hello, Honesty Club. We're still hanging out with Lacey. Yeah. So <laughs> she's We're back. Like, you know, she's here. We have her. Let's just let's drain milk, her. Let's drain her. <laughs> milk her for all she's worth. Yeah. <laughs> she, Leave it all on the table. It, so. Yeah. <laughs> she, I also am her ride, so she had no choice. <laughs> we've trapped her. We've locked her in. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. can you do? Yeah. Nothing. But it's been a good time. It yeah. has. Yeah, this so, is really... You yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about term. these episodes. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kelly, do you want to tell us uh, your life update? Okay. So, you know, as you know, I'm pregnant. Yeah. And I've had a lot of different cravings. Yeah. Recently... It comes with the territory. I had this bowl of sorts, and they had goat cheese in it. And I was mm. like, oh my gosh, I love goat cheese, especially melted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> All melted. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> so, me and Sarah, we go to Costco and we do a big grocery haul. Yeah. And we saw goat cheese. And I was like, oh, I need goat cheese. And there was a two pack. So I was like, want to split it? And she was like, uh, sure. I was <laughs> like, I don't think I'll use this. Yeah, she was like, what am I going to do with all goat cheese? I don't know. 350. I'm not putting myself out. And to be honest, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. But i recently made a goat cheese grilled cheese and it was amazing you put the goat cheese i'm gonna run out of goat cheese but like (laughs) we're gonna yeah go off and fast buy your own goat then i put honey then i put cheddar cheese on top and then i made it the same way you do a grilled cheese oh my gosh so good you have to have the honey because it sweetens it a little goat cheese on its own is pretty Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it could be intense it's a little bit like like um like a plain yogurt yes exactly yeah so you need a little something something but it was so good and then of course i've been putting it on crackers with a little fig jam or honey so living it up with the goat cheese i didn't think i would be using the goat cheese really (laughs) you did not (laughs) but you told me about your grilled cheese so i was like that does kind of sound good also i'm a little hungry (laughs) so i got a piece of sourdough bread toasted it smeared the goat cheese on it honey chili flakes yes It was so good. I was like, okay, obviously I'm having a second slice. (laughs) This pregnancy of yours has been really good for me because I've gotten to indulge in places that I didn't think I usually would. Usually we're eating the same things, but now you're like, hey. It's it's opened up. You want a hot dog? I'm like, yeah. Some some different (laughs) areas. It's also opened up some creativity because, you know, you're like, I have this craving. What do I do with it? Yeah. You know, you find ways. Yeah. I've definitely so, been on a pickle kick. I don't want to gross you out by this one, but <laughs> breakfast. That's yeah. the topic. It might gross you out. But Lacey had it today. She can report back. Okay. Uh, I've done it two days in a row, and I've been like, mm, this is really good. Did fried eggs. Okay. And then sweet potatoes, like mashed potatoes, like sweet oh. mashed potatoes and goat cheese. Oh. And all together, it just really Honestly, there's like a sweet with the yes. mashed potatoes 
and then there's like the eggs. I mean, I do have them runny, so that might not be your vibe right now, but it's really good with the goat cheese on top of You're it. You're inspiring me. I just thought oh, scrambled eggs with goat cheese in it <laughs> would be amazing. Also, I have been on back on sweet potatoes. Okay. And the bowl that I had had sweet potatoes with the goat cheese. Yeah. So I was thinking of kind of recreating it that It is bowl. a vibe. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing I could do with my goat cheese. <laughs> goat cheese. Because there is still a lot. But it's delish. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's... So that's half of my life update. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, goat cheese. the other half. <laughs> Lacey, what have you been up to? I'm definitely not a foodie. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> you had goat cheese also, I though. I with the rest of this world. <laughs> She's got goat cheese in her body right now. Cheese. It was very good, I will say. Life update. In her body. Um... I'm in a Christmas show in New York City with my church. You're in a Christmas show? Yeah, it's, it's my third year. I'm the music director. Okay, I'm not like Wait, is this like the Charlie Brown or something? Yes. Oh my god. A lot of my friends cute. are in Broadway, and so we do our own little show. It's like you have we wrote, it, we wrote our own script this year. So it's like you have five million different lives. <laughs> it feels like that sometimes. I could keep discovering. What do you do? I'm, what do you? What's your part in the show? I'm, you... the, I'm the music director. Okay. That, that is so, so yeah. cute and fun. So. I, is Charlie Brown? No, we did that last year. I can give you the link. You <gasps> I can watch love it. Charlie Brown. It's quite oh funny. We do our own scripts. Oh, cute. Because we, cause we have a lot of broad... And we live in New York yeah. City. We have yeah. a lot no, of very talented Broadway people. I would be advantage people. of that. Yeah. Um, What's this year? It's set in a 50s sitcom. So, like, there's a live cute. audience. <gasps> the audience is a live audience. Of course, yes. There's actual Christmas characters. So, Cindy Lou Who, Jack Frost. Oh, my God. Um, I love there's it. A, my friend Heidi, she was she toured in Broadway for a while. She, she's very tiny. And she is playing the Ghost of Christmas Past, which is this washed-up old Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know how old she is because she refers to, like, Shakespeare and St. Oh, Valentine. Wow, okay. And then, finally, she's like... I remember when Jesus was born. I snagged the last room in the end just in time to be there. You know? Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it's yeah. just really funny. We also get a little politically incorrect sometimes. <laughs> Gotta love um, it. Yeah, we definitely have a New York vibe, but we just don't care. Yeah. I am um, so sorry. These mowers, like, why did they start at the beginning of our last episode, took an hour break, and came back for the start Can of this they episode? Hear? I just... Did the microphone? We're not sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> said something. <laughs> it's like, I'm in New York City. <laughs> That's good. That's true. <laughs> I'm like, they just came to the window at the beginning of each episode. I'm like, I don't know what he's to do. He's been at that spot since I got here. It's a tradition. So. He left for a while. It's I been see. quiet. Okay. And he's like, let's start it up again. Hmm. Anyway. Makes sense. So that sounds like a really fun show. That also, so anything fun. that's like nostalgic Christmas, I'm yes. like all over. Yeah, it's, it's quite... Um, and then we brought in the boy that played Charlie Brown last year. He was the only one that wasn't an actor, which was perfect for Charlie Brown because it's, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so <laughs> you have to see last year's to understand. And this is the secret that I'm ruining, but hopefully nobody okay. sees it a day before. But yeah. <laughs> he is the Grinch through this entire new oh, show. Wow. And then we take his mask off, and it's Charlie, and he's upset because we – took his only solo last year oh hilarious so yeah it's we have such creative people throwback um yeah yeah and i just i you know i just make the band sound good just tell me what to do tell me what songs you want and we will make it happen but as far as creating and innovating yeah i just love to watch it yeah they have like someone that writes it and oh yeah we have script writers yeah we have a lot of talented people that go that makes sense yeah you're in new york yeah they're there to the best of the best you yeah. know, make it. Yeah, and so it's, it's, last year I just remember 
saying, man, this is amazing because I get to, you know, be obsessive and excellent in this and it not feel weird yeah. and overdone. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you're too much. Because, like, no. no these they are all into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so it was, it was very exciting. How cool Aww. is that? Yeah. That is so fun. It's fun that they also go to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Wow, that's Amazing. great. Um, I've been trying some new like Christmas decorations this year. As you know, I mean, we're, we're probably well into the Christmas, but I'm just trying to like decorate new areas love and it. do some new stuff. I got some new lights for outside, and they're just like spotlights to go up cool so i actually think it's going to add and i think i'm going to keep them there like all the time yeah because you notice like if you go into like a really nice neighborhood the nicer houses always have like up lighting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like their houses are lit you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. they have lights all over so i'm like this looks really nice Mm -hmm. like you show off like the all the peaks of your house and you put a light on each one so that's been fun i just got those last night and i put them up and i was like oh that looks really good so I'm going to do more of those, and um, I don't know. Obviously, I will have decided by now, but I'm going to do, I think, like a couple more features. I really have it in my head to do a giant bow in my garage. <gasps> Cute. But I'll see if I can actually make that feasible. Do it. But it sounds do super it. fun. And I also thought about putting bows, like, on my cabinets, you know, like yeah. make them look like presents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I might not do it to all of them, but, like, you know, like a two over here or something like yes. that. It might be fun. Man. So we'll see. Sounds. I know that like we're time. currently in December. Yeah, so we'll have it figured out by this then. episode. But we are actually in November. Yeah, and I have to say that because I'm like, oh my gosh, when we were looking through our episodes and we were in December 14th. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the like November's going really fast. December's going really fast. Like mm-hmm. I need to, I need to decorate just because it's gonna mm-hmm. fly by and I'm gonna mm-hmm. have like zero time with it. Yeah. <laughs> So just put it up. I put my up. tree up on daylight saving day before so that when it got dark, yeah. it would be lit. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And I'd have a little something. But it still didn't help because we're like, what, two days into daylight mm-hmm. savings no, time? It's so dark. So we we're did the fallback. Sure. Daylight right. savings time turned off. Yeah, yeah we're oh, done yeah. with it. <laughs> we're not saving daylight anymore. Mm-hmm. We're like, we're no, just like, get rid of it. So it's sad at four o'clock. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. The sun went down. We were watching Monk. We started over. So <laughs> we're in season two. <laughs> we were watching Monk and we were like, we watched one episode and we were like, okay, well, it's only like, eight, you know, 8.30. So like, let's the watch a second one. So we started watching a second one. We are passed out on the couch by 9.15. <laughs> we are drowsy, like yeah. passed out. Also, I bought Kelly a pregnancy pillow and I tried it out on the couch last How night while watching it? Monk. Well, I knocked out. I completely passed out. I can't out, wait to so try it. Great. You're going to love You'll it. Love because it, it's like, although I don't have I like need... a stomach yet, I feel the, the uncomfortability. I mean, I should get it for you right now to enjoy on the podcast. Because I was like, I How? I want, like they're huge and they're very inconvenient to like have around, but I'm like, I kind of want to have a couple Yeah. because no. watching TV with the pregnancy pillow is like awesome it's like you're being snuggled yes <laughs> front and back yeah. like it's everywhere i love it it felt so great yeah because you yeah, don't have to like it. slump on the couch weird or anything it's yeah. just like all there like it's yeah. all comfy so that was very fun you're gonna um, love it yeah like it's getting harder to move mm-hmm. yeah you know like i just feel my stomach is like I'm losing my, my ab muscles and whatnot yeah. and so <laughs> i think it'll be helpful 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good. So no, I mean, I'm I don't excited know about if it'll that. help you stand up or anything, but it'll keep no, you no, in the no, couch. No, but just like on, in the night because I turn a oh, lot yeah, yeah. lately. So yeah, I think it'll be helpful. Yeah, I'm excited. Should be fun. <laughs> but so I'll have to say, We're, I should really be waking up early with going to bed so early. But no, I know. No, I'm back on my just so much sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you'll get back to it i'm sure maybe we are on the last season of monk so good congratulations thank you okay we, let's just talk real quick have you seen monk before <laughs> mm-hmm. okay Love this it. is our first time okay yeah watching it was our it first time watching through still no spoilers or anything <laughs> we just finished it so we'll probably watch the I mean, finale watch with them again it. my grandma would watch it and it. <laughs> i mean that is just cute yeah, yeah there's this one episode which i couldn't wait for kelly to get to because it's got george from you've got mail yes so i don't know if you know who that is he's yeah. like in the bookstore okay yeah. and he's he is in one of the episodes of monk <laughs> As Monk's brother, yeah, like, like a long lost half brother, and I'm so sorry if I spoil it for you because I mean, <laughs> who else is watching? I don't besides know. This story, <laughs> we could have started show. something though, you know, mentioning right, it maybe. a couple months ago, saying how we're watching. Maybe it's been so. our life update like 14 times now. So if anybody else is watching it, you know, so sorry to spoil it, but the show is like 10 or 14 years old. So, um, <laughs> very sorry. <laughs> anyway, he is in it, and I feel like. That is one of the best episodes of Monk. Like, I would go watch that episode again because he just gives so much he is to always that hilarious. character. He's, like, on 10. He is George. Yes. The He's whole time. always... It's just his voice is so particular that it's just... He can't ever break that character that he is. I love... Like, I, I, I would love, love to meet episode. him in real life. Yeah. Like, what do you like? Yeah. You know? Probably that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Also, we have not yet seen the new Meg Ryan movie, but I heard that it had bad reviews. You know, I'm, I'm okay with I heard one that it was sad. that have bad reviews because sometimes, <laughs> like, people just don't like... I can get through cheesy. Like, I don't mind cheesy. Right. But you said it was sad, and that kind of throws me off. I'm they so say touch. What's, what's the Meg thing? Ryan what came back. Thing? She made a movie. Okay. She made, apparently, a rom-com. Okay. We haven't seen it. It's called Where When Something Happens. I I actually have no idea. It's just in an airport. I know that. Don't know. (laughs) People are saying one that it's sad. It's like a laugh through the tears. That's what I read, and I was like, what? And then I did. I kind of like those. (laughs) But they're also saying like it's supposed to be a rom com, but they spend the whole movie making fun of rom coms. Oh, I like that too. (laughs) They're also saying it lacks the. If it's gonna be a rom com, like it needs to be whimsical, and it's not whimsical. Oh, I think yeah, I like you're this one. Doing it in an airport. I think I'm gonna like it. I don't know. I wasn't sure how they were gonna do rom com in an airport. I, I also never say like things in an airport. <clears throat> the screenwriting is pretty like bad. Like nothing happens at the airport. You don't know exactly know where they are, and it's just like one scene for like the whole kind of like, like a play. The, the terminal. Yes, I love that. <laughs> She's this in. is Lacey's movie. Yeah. yeah, she was born for this. Exactly. So I don't know. We'll have to I, watch well, I report can't tell you the last time I watched TV or a movie, except this morning I watched <laughs> Disney. Couldn't it's tell you the last time <laughs> I watched TV, except I for this morning. I watched a little kid show this yeah. morning. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm still down to see it. Yeah, and report back. Yeah, because yeah. sometimes I don't agree with the critics, mm-hmm. so. Right. I'll explain my own opinion. Yeah. But yeah. the sad, that's hard sometimes. I just like, want to see to Meg be, be classic Meg. Be I love the <laughs> I don't want to be Meg. Like, okay. I don't want to see Meg dissing her own films that we love her for. 
I want yeah. Meg to be Meg. But, like, what does that even mean? We don't even know what they're saying when they <laughs> say they're making fun of a rom-com. For all we know, okay. she's not, and it's, like, they took it as that, you know? Yeah. People are dramatic sometimes. All right. I'm ready. They're so, also paid to criticize, so. It's true. True. Yeah. Yeah, well, who, were these TikTokers or they were like no. the critics? The critics. Like, oh, I never go by the critics. Okay. They're actually the worst. All right. <laughs> Maybe there's hope. Now, it could still, I mean, I actually, in full honesty, mm-hmm. I didn't see this trailer and go, this is going to be an amazing movie. Right. I kind of was like, well, it's fun because Meg Ryan's in it. Yeah, we just want to say Meg again. So, like, I don't have the, the highest of hopes for it. Right. <laughs> But I think it would still be fun just because it's like, it's Meg again, and it's like it's kind of a rom-com. Holiday, yeah, Has she been gone? Yeah, yeah. She's, She's been, been gone for a long time. Long time. Okay. She was in hiding, I guess. Being <laughs> She's getting no. worked. Yeah. Okay. Now she's coming back. She's coming back. Meg is back. Yes. She does look a little different, but, you know. She does. It's okay. <laughs> we'll have a movie to get used yes. to it. <laughs> I did see an interview with her recently, because she's doing yeah. interviews about this movie, yeah. and she said that... They were like, are you cool, okay with being known for your rom-coms? And she's yes. like, it's funny because I've done, she named like, I think she said 40 movies. Wow. And I was like, I did not know she was in that many. And she was like, only 14 of them were rom-coms. Oh, like, wow. That's a good bit, but still, like, but they were funny iconic. that those were the ones that stuck with everybody. Yeah. You know? But, but she was also like, I don't mind being known for something yeah. that makes people feel some type of way. Exactly. And we don't get that anymore. At, I think she's great at drama. What have you seen her in this drama? I, I, I just, I mean, not, I haven't seen her in a drama, but I just, you can tell even in a rom-com mm. when somebody can, like Mini yes. Driver. I think Mini Driver is really underrated. Mini Driver? Mini Driver, who, who is? is that? I know oh, the name. Go <laughs> <laughs> oh, hunting. Oh, come on. No. You can tell I'm not a rom-com person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and we watched Anastasia recently. I told you that because you recommended it. Oh, well, you, you didn't tell me recommend- you watched it. Oh, really? No. Well, you had said that you watched Anastasia and she was a voice. Yes. And so we I watched it, that it was her. again. Yeah. And Peter had seen it before I had. Oh, funny. Peter had seen it before, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Meg!" Like, you yeah, know, exactly. That He's like, "I can't believe this was Meg the whole time." Yes. But like, once you hear it, you're like, you "This is hundred percent." She, she has that voice that you just yeah. recognize. Yeah. She doesn't sing though. In the movie. That's right. not her singing voice, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, it's clearly not. No. <laughs> they always did that, which is funny. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm like, now they pick actors that can do both of it. Exactly. Yes. But you back have in the day, to. they're like, they'll never know. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, nowadays, you have to do it all. You gotta act, you gotta yeah. sing, you gotta do everything. You gotta dance. Lacey you know. gave, dropped an absolute bomb on us today. <laughs> For being a musical person, she's never oh, seen... Yeah. The Sound of Music. I, have, I don't think I've seen it all the way through. That's, That's crazy. wild. You've got to watch wild. it. very wild. It's so good. It's great. We love it. I'm going to have to see it. What's, I what are it's a good time of year, too. Like, what are your top Christmas movies? Elf? I don't know. Elf. Okay. okay. Like Elf. Yeah, okay. That's fun. Um, I'm not a movie person. Really? Some people aren't. You know. um, yeah. Although I do love them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't. I'm not very picky. I, I have to say, I'm not a big Hallmark movie person. No, yeah. It's not for everyone. Unless I'm spending time with somebody that I just want to. <laughs> Kelly's like, speak like for it. yourself. But. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it, but. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean... Do you like some of the old, like, musical ones? Like White Christmas? Yeah, and all the clay animation ones. Yes. Oh, I actually hate them. I love them. my child. (laughs) No, same. The clay animations, I thought they were so creepy creepy when I was a kid. Yeah, no, I loved them. I never got past the creeps. Never gave me a creep. No, I love it. I love it. Is Burl Ives in those? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them. I could watch it again and try. It's it's the just Burl Ives gives me a lot of good vibes. I do mm-hmm. love um, Christmas Carol when they have a really good actor playing really? Scrooge. Oh, oh, yes, yes. I don't know if I'm into the Scrooges. My dad neither loves any Scrooge movie. Like really, that is like his ride or die. Like really? he's like, oh, they, so Scrooge story. Bill Murray. Any kind of Scrooge That's story. Hilarious. He watches all the Scrooge they movies. They make like, them. I don't constantly. know why this is like his his movie. Every year mm-hmm. there's a new version. But he loves them, especially on Hallmark. You'd be surprised. <laughs> They'd switch it up. They yeah. do. They're like, Ghost of Christmas Past, Present. You know, like they're doing it. Really? <laughs> you, it's one of my least favorite you stories. You wouldn't think. Yeah, I know. Same. I really don't. You know what? Also, I don't it. love. And it's funny because what's that movie? Groundhog Day. How they just repeat day yeah. after day. I hate those types I of. Love movies. those kind like of Edge movies. of Tomorrow. My husband right? loves what is Groundhog the Tom Day? Cruise one that he just keeps? Is it Edge of Tomorrow? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yes, he just that's keeps ma- going. That's Matthew's like one of his favorites, and I like. <laughs> I've seen like it that. once. Like I've Inception seen it a thousand times. Those are my kind of movies. I like Inception, but like the thing that just repeats. I like Shutter Island. I don't Island. know. Like, I can, the thing about those type of movies for me is like I can watch it once and enjoy it, but it's so predictable the next time that it's like yeah. you're not finding anything new. I don't know. I had to watch Shutter <laughs> Island twice, and I got two different takes from it. Really? The second I don't time know, I got I've never it seen better. that movie, so maybe Shutter Island. Shutter. 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 Like S H U T T E R. Shutter. Did I say Shutter? Shutter. Did I Shutter? It's like a beautiful mind type thing. Oh gosh, I hate it. Oh, oh my gosh, I don't fit in here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those are my, those are my movies. My, okay, but here's I the thing. I need my brain to think. I don't want, I don't want to know what's going to happen next. Okay, but here's the thing. A beautiful mind. My husband was like, let's watch this movie. It's really good. And I'm like, is it sad? And he was like, no. It's sad. I was like, will it freak me out? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the saddest thing <laughs> and I was like you didn't prepare me and oh he was like I had forgot about this <laughs> so I'm like just crying oh no and I didn't know it was going to be sad I need to be prepared I'm going to be sad yeah <laughs> that's also a true story goodness so it's also, also I mean it can worse. be sad but it's also fascinating that somebody was yeah. with paranoid I don't know if it was paranoid but you know schizophrenia in, in his way was able to cope in life and knew know who to trust and does and at crazy. the end of the movie you know he would ask people are you real right or are you mm. hallucination but he was able to cope and be a professor yeah that is wild to me mm-hmm. crazy well yeah Report well, back when you hear sound of music it is that I feel like that's a good mixture of because it's got some it is mystery, a great mystery. I you know? and I, did, you know, considering my life right now, you would think I would have seen it. But yeah. mm-hmm. there's one throwaway scene. I will, I will say. I don't know why it's in there. Uh, the yodeling one. The I love puppet, yodeling. The puppet, the puppet dance. You don't thing. like yodeling? That's iconic. Oh, you kidding me? I, I'm like, Ugh, why is this here? So Skip. Opposite. Oh my gosh, that's so a opposite. great scene. Really? You yes. love that one? What, yes. what, uh, what scene would you throw away? 
None of them. <laughs> no. no pun intended. <laughs> no. None. I can't think of a scene I would throw away. It's all adorable. It's Julie Andrews. I do know exactly. that. Exactly. So good. It's just all so cute. I mean, I know all the music. I could yeah. throw away also. Sorry, we're being controversial here. <laughs> throw away scenes from Sound of Music. I could also throw away the musical number. Uh, I must have done something good. Okay. They're, you know, together. It's in the moonlight. Yeah. He looks like a gorilla from the way that the light is hitting him. I just yeah. see a gorilla the whole time. And, like, this song is just, I don't know. I wouldn't, but. Somewhere in my wicked it's... childhood, I must have done something good. <laughs> like, eh. well, I don't like those lyrics. <laughs> it is intense, but it's just like. To deserve love. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's a sweet moment. I get it. But, like, I would have taken the moment without the song. Yeah, I get that. Okay. But, I don't know. It's all it's all precious. <laughs> well, my yeah, opinion is right, sweet. so. It's very. It's a very long movie, so. It is. Mm-hmm. It ca- Like, it came with an intermission. Exactly. Like, Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or, like, I Titanic. Will like, that it was like a two-tape. It was like a two-tape movie, so. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like Titanic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably two VHSs. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, well, let's just dive well, let's right get in. into it. <laughs> 20 minutes later. 25, please. No, really? yeah. I was joking. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, here You're we just go. really shooting the breeze. You just today. had a conversation with somebody who's not a foodie and who doesn't watch movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just had a good old time. Yeah. I'm just but I am going to watch out of music soon. But anyway. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I'd watch it. Yeah. Let me know when. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I also did watch a Hallmark movie the other day. No way. Yeah. yeah. Peter Peter put it on. It was like something about like house flipping. It was like flipping the yeah, ha- yeah. flipper Christmas. I didn't watch it yet. Something like that. I saw that. I saw it on Prime. A girl yeah. from New York City and meets a boy in the country and with a flannel shirt. And <laughs> yes. Ends up being a prince, but he wanted he, to see if she, he, she loves him. Usually it's first. this. It's so yeah. Hilarious. She was living her city life. Yep. Being a flipper. Absolutely. And then she comes to the country, meets the guy in the flannel. He's a contractor. They're all very predictable, yes. yes. But there's a comfort to it. There is a comfort to that. I think people need that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I just put it on in the background, and I, like, there's all the decorations, and then there's, like, the pretty music. And so it's just, I put like, it up while I was sweet. putting up my... I watched it while I was putting up my Christmas tree. Yeah, exactly. That's it's a vibe. It's great. Yeah. Anyway... Peter's like, come on, Hallmark, let's go. (laughs) Thank you, Peter. (laughs) Shout out to Peter. That's good. Today we're going to talk about, well, we're just kind of seeing. We got a lot of things to talk about. But I think we're going to talk about some toxic relationships. Yeah. Just throw out some things. We've talked about stuff like this before, but like we have therapists on. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to ask her what she thinks about all this. Yeah. Um, And just throw out some scenarios or things um that people do and if they're toxic you know if you, you think they're toxic or just quirky or very normal mm-hmm. yeah um or just what your thoughts are on them. okay i do have an overall question before we ask yeah. our questions is there like a definition for a toxic relationship or mm. does it come in different forms oh, and gosh. so it's hard to define or mm. oh gosh <laughs> i know somebody who would have more experience than me would have a great answer than this <laughs> um i i think a, you know toxic you know even the word toxic is something that's not it's not supposed to be there right yeah it's it's it's, it's poison for the body for the soul um it's um 
relationships are, are built on trust and love and when it's and giving self-giving yeah and when it's not self-giving there's room for toxicity Ooh, that's good um yeah yeah so you know there's <laughs> i told you i was going to quote saint thomas aquinas <laughs> his you know he his definition of love is to will the good of another mm-hmm. mm. to will the good of another yeah um, but that doesn't mean to will the good of another because i need them to love me yeah. and because i am worthless if you don't love me yeah, yeah. It's just a self-giving because I am so full of love yeah. myself, then I can give it out. Oh, yeah, that's good. So I don't know if that answers. To- I mean, we could be more detailed with what toxic relationships are. And we'll are. get into it. But, but yeah, anything that. anything that <laughs> depletes you from... <clears throat> now, not every relationship is going to have its issues. Right? Yeah. There's no perfect relationship. Absolutely. That's just part of growth. and um, Right. I have a question for you. So <laughs> do you think that the words toxic and trauma are thrown around a little too often these yes. days when they mm. are not really toxic oh, or not really traumatic yeah mm. and i said in yeah. the last podcast i said you know our culture is entitled yeah. so entitlement brings breeds irresponsibility mm-hmm. so i'm actually entitled i think i'm entitled for you to do xyz um without responsibility on my own part and if mm-hmm. you don't then i'm the victim and that's toxic and now i'm traumatized mm. yeah mm. yeah yikes okay so like <laughs> when do you think something is actually toxic versus just like immature or uh-huh. like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. this is immature or maybe this is unhealthy or this is like a little out of bounds but it's not necessarily like when does it cross the line and become like toxic okay mm-hmm. so I always want to go back to a spiritual answer because okay. that's just that's just who I am and it's yeah. hard not to and if you're sure. not spiritual you can just interpret it you know take what I'm saying I mean I, I mean Take what I'm saying, it's true, but if it's not, not, then, you know, just take it, interpret it for yourself. But um, whenever a relationship pulls you away from your first love, from the the love of God, Mm -hmm. or is hindering that relationship, um, it's time to look at it. Um, If if you're, or if you find yourself having to constantly people please or constantly be on eggshells, um, Mm -hmm. you're always anxious because you don't, the behavior isn't... um, depend you know dependable not leaving room for human humanness mm-hmm. and you know some irritability sometimes mm-hmm. um but yeah when it's just constantly obviously if it's abusive there's physical abuse i mean mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. right that's toxic there's absolutely yeah. no getting around that yeah. yeah um but we see people constantly trying to explain that away like well they just got angry or oh i just forgot to do the dishes and i deserved it no that's toxic yeah um mm-hmm. what's not toxic is um, well, my husband wants me, he, ex- he wants me to clean, cook him dinner. Does he even know, you know, just uh-huh. like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty normal, I think. You know? Right. You mm-hmm. know, unless he's like playing video games all day and doing nothing for your family. <laughs> now that's toxic too. Yeah. But you know, um, when it becomes about me, 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 it's yeah. very easy to see things as toxic when they're not. Yeah. So always evaluate, am I, yeah. what am I self giving without, um, without self-depleting yeah yes do you think that could also apply to i'm thinking of like two scenarios that i feel like you hear a lot you said like anything that takes away from like your first love but would you also consider something that takes you away from like your maybe immediate family or your immediate Mm. responsibilities so like spouse kids you know Mm. and it could be like either a responsibility that you have to something like a job or a church or 
a familial obligation to an extended family member sure. that, you know, is overreaching. Sure. So do you feel like either one you of mean those the kind of... of marriage? Say it. What? So like, <laughs> right, right. So like, I mean, as you're talking, I'm thinking of how I'm going to respond is through the context of a married couple and their family. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. When you're married, you're one. Mm-hmm. So your, 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 your first obligation is to God mm-hmm. and now you're one and your obligation is to God together. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. At the same time though, you do have your own separate relationship, mm-hmm. but, but now you're a one unit. Um, and nothing gets in between that. Mm-hmm. No child, no, um, extended family member. Mm-hmm. Um, so something, but, okay. But if it's, it's toxic, if one spouse says you are not allowed to speak with your mother again, or, 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 or if you're speaking with your mother, that means you don't love me. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you also have to think, okay, well, is the mother-in-law, is she putting your spouse down? Right. Mm -hmm. You, you set boundaries with your, Mm -hmm. with everybody else in your family. You set boundaries. This is my wife. This is my husband. So they are part of me now. Yeah. So you're taking it. Okay. I re- I, under, I understand your question. You're taking it from like a different point. Of, you're taking it from like the point of view of a husband down, saying like you. It's it's toxic for you to talk to them. I'm kind of saying like somebody reaching in mm-hmm. and let's say it's a mother-in-law or mm-hmm. like a pastor or something that would like come in and like try to like take your time or like Mm, demand more responsibility from you. And it's actually like to the point where it would be taking away from like your time with your, your family or Mm -hmm. your spouse or whatever. Would that be considered toxic to you? I don't know that I am qualified to answer that. (laughs) I will give my opinion though. Um, Now (laughs) I, yeah, I'll just give an opinion because, um, when you take time away from family, your family will suffer in yeah. one, one way or the other. Now, there is grace mm-hmm. for certain situations. Certain people are, like, you know, we think of missionaries. But I have also have a lot of missionary friends or who grew up missionaries, and they are very broken mm-hmm. because of experiences abroad where the, the family, mem- the, the parents did not put them first. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there was fruit. You know, it's very confusing because there's fruit from that. Right. You know, people in these villages yeah. were... were got to know the gospel and stuff, but I, your first responsibility is for your children and your yeah. family. Yeah. And so I, it is not your job. If you take on something like it's my job to get these people saved, it's my job to get this ministry aspect done, it's my yeah. job to get this done. It's actually yeah. the Holy Spirit's job. Yeah. yeah. And if you're neglecting your family, you're neglecting the very first because our society is built on family. And when families are breaking apart, then everything else starts breaking right. apart. Um, again, I don't have a family. You know, I'm right. not married. But, and so that's why I say, I don't know if I'm qualified. And I'm also not, I didn't grow up in a ministry family. Yeah. I know there's beautiful fruit from people that grew up in ministry families. But I also know that there's heartbreak and there's yeah. dysfunction mm-hmm. yeah. that comes with it. But there's also God's mercy that can cover that. Yeah. Um, he works through our mess. Mm-hmm. But, um no, I would say if something is taking away from your family, it's time to look at it. Look at the priorities and say, why do I keep saying yes to this? Right. When it's taking me away from yeah. my family. What right. need am I selfishly trying to fulfill in myself? That's good. To be with past, a pastor or a ministry yep. instead of my wife and my kids yeah. who are falling apart. Yeah. That's so true. Kelly, I'd, like, I'd be interested in your take on this. Mm-hmm. But my take is almost, I do think that those either <laughs> in-laws or like, 
church mm-hmm. and work. I feel mm-hmm. like those are three that people say, like, this is toxic. Uh-huh. And we had to, like, totally cut it off. And I, I feel like it's so thrown a- uh, thrown around yeah. these days that it could not necessarily be toxic because there are some things especially like work work will never be finished right, right. church will never be complete right. no like something that you're serving with there is always more of you to give to right. it yeah. you know like there's always it could use more like it's it, it never is and so if you're always just saying yes mm-hmm. they're like well they mm-hmm. want to do it mm-hmm. so it's yeah. like right. when is it right, big right. when does it make them toxic for you just to like want to always say yes yeah you know what i mean i feel like are you you going off the high of feeling needed Mm -hmm. right so i'm like there there could be a point where it's not necessarily that they're toxic you gotta just realize maybe i have a problem with not saying yes now i think it can cross into toxicity this Mm -hmm. is just my opinion so tell me this is why you're here just tell (laughs) us if (laughs) what you're going with if you could say like no that doesn't really make sense but i think it would cross into toxicity if there is some kind of threat from the other person to say, yeah. like, no, if you say no to me, that's toxicity. That would harm your relationship with God. You have to be here. Or yeah, if you yeah. say no to me, I am your first responsibility yeah. as your mother and not <laughs> yeah. your kids. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, so that'd be toxicity. I, I guess what I was explaining earlier would be more considered dysfunctional. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, toxicity is where abuse and manipulation. But like in. dysfunctional? can be two ways. It's not oh, just yeah. that one person right. is being toxic. Like, you're also saying yes. You're Absolutely. also overcommitting. You're also... Right, right. You know? Right. But I feel like it's so popular these days to be like, oh, they were toxic. toxic. Yeah. Well, you know? I think a lot of people don't want to take a responsibility exactly. for what they've been saying yes to. So they're... And it goes back to, like, people-pleasing. Right. Yeah. They've been people-pleasing, so they're like, I can't say no, I can't say no. Yeah. And then they're mad at the other person for asking them. But, like, of course that person's going to ask you to keep doing those things because you've been saying and yes. That's called codependency. Oh, okay. let's get into yeah, it. Let's get into it. And I also have another thing to get into after that. So codependency, let's, let's talk about it because... Uh, a lot of people can be codependent. We'll just say that. Because yeah. best have, friends could be like codependent. Yeah. Okay, best mm. friends can fall into like codependency. Yeah. Relationships yeah. can fall into codependency. Definitely family can fall yes. into codependency. Yeah. So like where do you think a healthy mm-hmm. dependency lies? And then where does it cross into codependency? Oh. Why is codependency oh. bad? What are, what are your thoughts? Is First bad? we should define codependency. Codependency okay, is a dysfunctional relationship where one is a giver. Um, and sometimes, a lot of times, an enabler. It first started off, you know, we got that term usually heard in substance abuse. Like, yes. Um, and then the other person is the taker. Um, yeah, so it's it's an unbalanced relationship. And so you see a lot of people that will jump around, especially women who jump around to very dysfunctional men. It's like, what are you doing yeah. that for? Well, it's a defense mechanism as being a helper. I feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about my trauma or my own issues because at least I'm not as bad as them and I get to help them and that yeah. gives me a purpose and I'm loved and when I'm needed, mm. then I'm loved. If I'm not needed, yeah. that is I have something. no value and I have no self-worth. <laughs> right. yeah. So I've got to find the worst of the worst so that I feel very needed. This is all subconscious, right? Nobody <laughs> yeah. goes around no, saying, exactly. the worst person. Right. You know? No, totally. So, um, <laughs> They're like drawn to it somehow. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then the other, you know, and we really just... I mean, me personally, I focus more on that person. So I, you know, I'll talk as much as I can to the other side of the relationship. Um, probably somebody else would have better, something better to say. But the taker is, um, 
yeah, it kind of like comes from an immaturity of never being weaned off of mm. mother or yeah. father or, um, oh, and wow. that's not a black and white thing. You know? yeah. There's, yeah. There's different, but I'm thinking of specific, you know, people that I work with. And you yeah. kind of, that's crazy because I kind of would think a taker would be like more of a strong personality that like wants oh, to no, dominate. They're weak, they're weak, they're weak little kids. They're weak. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Oh my gosh. Okay. I have a scenario that I just actually saw on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> We've done <laughs> our research. TikTok, so. We do. You get a lot of info from there. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to go on TikTok more. This is where our research There's comes like, from. You know, you've seen videos where like someone's kind of like asking a question yeah, to yeah, people sure. on the street. So it was like that, and there was this guy and this girl, they were together, they were dating. Well, the guy, there was a big age gap between them. I won't say what the age gap is in case someone has that age gap. But that being said, um, they were like, oh, like, you know, you have a big age gap. Like, he was like, yeah, I like him young Mm -hmm. because he was older. (laughs) And he was like, oh, like, how come or something like that. And he was like, because you can train them and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, make them who you want. Yeah. Would that be considered kind of a codependent relationship, or is that something altogether it's also different? There's a cultural aspect to that, okay, Yikes. as well. So there's a lot of cultures that you can train them. Yes, Leo yeah, that actually literally. Saying, I am not secure in my own manhood, mm, and thanks. I I need to be in charge and make sure and make you. I need to feel like I'm in charge yeah which, which you know um, the man is the head right right you know sorry if anybody watching <laughs> there's safety in it there, there's an order in that um yeah. which actually as a woman i'm like yes i do not have to be woman hear me roar i yeah. have to rest mm-hmm. and do everything the lord has for me because mm-hmm. and you get to answer for this. <laughs> you, know, you know what i mean totally. thing. Mm-hmm. um but that's toxic yeah that's absolutely right <laughs> <laughs> stories of people and they just seem they seem they do seem happy yeah right like she so had no that's problem why with I it don't say like but that would you know if she was a full I, my opinion would be if she was a fully healthy fem- woman it would not work no right. exactly um, and so yeah. those people they do find each other yes yeah. um, and i mean she was so young that she hadn't even developed her own self like right sure. she wasn't even 25 Okay, I was going to say, the, yeah. the number 25 just went through my head. So. <laughs> when was she 19? She was 19. So I'm like, Gosh. She, yeah, she's got she some, doesn't even know, to know her background. who she is at this point. Right. Like, I mean, I changed so much in my 20s to my 30s. Like, you know, you right. keep growing and you right. keep changing, especially when you're, I feel like, in your 20s. Mm-hmm. So I you don't even think know. of antiquity. Married, the women. <laughs> sorry, I used to be like thousands of years ago. A lot of times, the women were very young, and the yeah, men yeah. were very old. But you also have to look at the way the world worked back then. They were mature. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, yes. I yeah. feel like they grew up in a different right. way, and there was also we're younger you know, ways <laughs> of right. responsibility wise. Yeah, too. right. Um, and so, I think a lot of it is culture as well. Yeah. Um, so that's why there's no really black and white answer. I would say with that couple, though, they're American, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's mm. something dysfunctional <laughs> there. But yeah. it's not, it wouldn't be for me to go and say, you guys are dysfunctional and it's not working. Right. right. Obviously, yeah. So they would have to figure that out. Yeah, that's the problem, mm-hmm. too, is yeah. like, you can see dysfunction. Leave it to the comment section. In some, we'll oh, yeah. They were like, red flag, red flag, red flag. <laughs> oh, is that the guy that was running with the yeah. red flag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love those. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was like called it out like this is a red flag yeah. because he's I mean, like damn that to I'm me, waving the flag and i've like seen relationships similar to that yeah. where mm-hmm. the guy could be the girl too is just constantly trying to change the other one mm-hmm. and the other one doesn't seem to have anything they need the other person to change mm-hmm. and i just feel like that's so unbalanced yeah very unbalanced i heard somebody a long time ago i heard somebody say you know there's this cute little phrase that we say you complete me yeah yeah it's just such a lie <laughs> exactly um you nobody completes you you are gonna be very disappointed and in, in the mm-hmm. last episode we talked about expectations and um disappointments and mm-hmm. yeah you are setting yourself up for an expectation to be disappointed over and over and over and eventually your expectations will lower mm-hmm. yeah um but I, so, yeah, we don't complete each other, but we, we should complement each other, mm-hmm. right? So I'm a whole person mm-hmm. right? in a relationship with another whole person, yeah. and we bring out the best in each other. Yeah. And, and we also do life together, and sometimes the worst will come out. But yeah. because mm-hmm. we're mature, we can talk that through yeah. and grow from that. Um, so what do you think a healthy dependency is with somebody else, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I depend on you for... Should you depend on anything? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you should. You kind of have I, to. I, you know, living in New York City, I, I've literally seen women, I've seen men open doors for women, and the woman's like, I don't need you to do that. <gasps> really? It's toxic feminine, wow. uh, feminism. Yeah. And I will shout that from the rooftop, and I do not care. There is a toxic feminism that has totally. just destroyed oh, we've this culture <laughs> yeah. over the last few decades. Absolutely. We've been there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Right on. That's toxic. Um, yeah. And that's not good. Um. You also don't want to expect it. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, but dependence—it's oh, semantics. You know, you mm-hmm. have to see. Of course, you know, men and women have different roles, and, and each family is different depending on the, you know you. There's no black and white role. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty generic roles, but um, anytime you're not being vulnerable mm-hmm. and giving yourself wholly to that person, especially like within marriage, mm-hmm. if you're holding back anything, there's something off. Mm-hmm. You're you're totally. self-preserving. Or you don't feel enough trust or um, whatever. And it just goes back to that quote, true love, or I don't know if it's true love, but like real, pure, genuine love, whether it's romantic, whether it's not romantic, is to will the good of the other. Yeah. Yeah. And you always, I mean, I just always in prayer would be like, where am I not willing the good of the other? Where am I, where are my motives with this relationship? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this out of true willing the good of them or am I doing it because actually, I want something in return. Right. Um, am I doing it out of obligation? Which sometimes we do. We do things out of obligation, whether we feel like it or not. Yeah. I mean, even in our even our worship with the Lord, sometimes we don't feel like it, but it doesn't matter because he have a, has a specific way of how he wants to be right. worshipped. And there are times that we do it and we don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing with our relationships here. So I think I'm getting off a little bit, but, but, no, but it is like the foundation to answer the questions in specific different scenarios mm-hmm. yeah. of where it could be getting off. Um, if it's, um, like, let's say let's say there's a husband and a wife who, I think of my friends, Trey and Heather, who yeah. are like BFF. And, um, you know, if, if something happened to, I can't speak for them, but if something <laughs> happened to Trey, I think she'd be fine with this, she would be absolutely... Beside herself, devastated, as would yeah. any couple. Yeah. But she would know, like, yes, I depend on him on the, in this way, in this way, in this way. But ultimately, my dependence is from the Lord. And he yeah. will, I will be traumatized. I will need therapy. I will need my mm-hmm. village beside me to grieve. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. But because he does not fulfill me spiritually or fully emotionally, I know who does. Yeah. I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, And that that's maturity. Yeah. Yeah. Most people are not there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, why do you think, because I feel like this happens so much, especially today Mm -hmm. in age are, I guess, even like with the age group that I'm a part of I don't know but um a lot of people and I used to okay so red flags I used to be like how do people they get married and then all of a sudden they're like oh I see all these things but now as I've gotten older I'm like oh no it's always been there it's been Mm -hmm. there from the beginning yeah like they saw it they ignored it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. why do people want it ignore it love is blind (laughs) is it because like they're satiating a need for you at the same time so you're like i can choose to ignore this because i'm getting attention and value yeah is that like the reason they are fulfilling they're meeting there's a need there's an unmet need within all of us Yeah. yeah and um this person is hitting the spot or at least we think they are yeah and or most of the time Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, right, right. And um, a lot of times it's fear that, you know, sometimes, um, mm-hmm. you know, I work with a lot of women that um, are in toxic relationships or or whatever, and they, yeah. they stay out of convenience because they're homeless or mm-hmm. um, that's a little bit of an extreme example, but they stay out of convenience because of fear. Right. Fear that um, there is no other option. Uh, yep. Um, that a lot. So because of that, you're you're living in an error. You're living in a disbelief or not a disbelief, but in a false belief. So you're able to kind of just ignore all the other things. Right. But you're really not. You're really anxious. You're. Yeah. Because like we said in the last episode, anxiety, you know, our, our, we're designed to be truth seekers. Yeah. And our minds are not designed to live in error. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Anxiety develops because of that. Absolutely. Not so well, it's because of other things. But yeah. um, that that would be like the generic yeah. anxiety. But um, I lost the original question. What was the original question? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about people ignoring red flags. Yeah, yeah. ignoring red flags. It's they because they're that. satiating it's some be- kind of need for them. Yeah. It is, yeah. It's it's and it's also just this desire. We're all we're all designed to yeah. be in relationship with people. Um you know, even people that forego marriage, even people that, um, and, and I don't mean forego marriage out of a, out of feminism, and I don't need people, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, out of the sake for the kingdom of God, you know, that's another story. But, you know, th- we're still designed to be beings who are in intimate relationships with people. Yeah. And so there's even this just a desire in all of us. And so in order to reach that, we will ignore Big things. Big things. I got another spicy question for you. <laughs> Do you think that narcissist are, is also a word that's thrown around too loosely yes. these days? Okay, tell okay, me. Tell us more Tell about me it. why you think that, or what you think a true I narcissist mean, is, or yeah, when are when most is people it? not? Yeah, are most people not narcissists? Oh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there is a clinical. There is a clinical definition for narcissism, and there's a true. Um, in, it's kind of a NPD, right? Uh, what? Narcissistic personality sure. disorder or something like yes. that? Yes. There's also, it's very close related to, um, oh, I get these mixed up. So, uh, wow, my brain just went blank. <laughs> Not psychopath, sociopathic disorder. Mm. Okay. Um, which, you know, I've, I've talked with people with an actual clinical diagnosis of sociopathy and they um, have their, they have, their, they, they've been able to cope and they have their people. Wow. 
um, and they're able to have somewhat of a normal life, but being aware that my brain works differently. I've also heard stories of there was a brain tumor, and as soon as the brain tumor was gone, whoa, oh, that was gone. So. What are so what are sociopaths? Oh, I'm like, gonna they... on the podcast. I'm gonna get these two mixed up: <laughs> psychopath and sociopath. Yeah. Um, I always get those two mixed up. Sociopaths, it's just lacks empathy. Okay. Okay. But I, I think yeah, I'm going to look it up because just for the sake yeah, of no my career and my <laughs> not being canceled <laughs> in 10 years because she doesn't know the difference between psychopathy <laughs> and sociopathy. Um, no, that makes sense. But um, narcissism. Which ones I, are killers? Um, psycho. <laughs> okay. Psycho, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because um, psycho, so psychopathy okay. Aussie, also. Um, there's just a deficient of emotional like recognition and empathy for others and then okay. erratic behavior as well. And oh. just, so narcissists are just no... closely related to sociopaths? No, narcissism no. is... <laughs> Not at all. In my opinion, <laughs> narcissism actually develops... This all develops, think... I believe, from... Um, I need to stop. I mean, it's pride. Narcissism okay. is, is, yeah. is pride, but I believe that it is developed from... It's a stronghold of defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is it is self denial or it's de- not self denial <laughs> definitely not self denial. No, it's denial of pain, and mm. um, I am going to me 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 me. I'm going to self preserve. I am going to do yeah. this. I can do this without you. I when you get in my way, I have no empathy for you. Uh, was Hitler a <laughs> narcissist, sociopath, or psychopath? Oh, or a little bit of all three. Do a deeper <laughs> all three. Psychological study on it. I think he was demonic as well. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, you know, um, I think he was just. I think he had a deep um, erroneous belief of a certain group of people, and deeply believed that those people were evil mm-hmm. and was very political. And then mm-hmm. through that. He gained all this power, and when you gain power, you kind of lose sight. You've kind of become blind to reality. 100%. Um, definitely there's mental health there. I mean, yeah, I don't think yeah. you can become that way without some we don't, have to, right, we don't have to get into it. I would say, yeah. <laughs> We're having fun. I, I think it stemmed from a, 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 an erroneous belief. Okay. I, I have a okay, question. Too. Going back to <laughs> codependency. And yes. the taker. And then I'm going to go back do to Do you narcissism. think... <laughs> <laughs> and then actually, I, I was going to say, your... with the taker, do you think that a lot of times the taker personalities lean more towards, like, narcissists? Mm. Or that people peg somebody as a narcissist just because they're a taker? I think both. Yeah. Mm. Because a lot of times, if I don't get what I want, and because I don't know how to communicate, and I have my own dysfunctional, behave, immature behavior, because I never, you know, healed from a certain wound, or totally, I'm gonna call totally people. I'm gonna call somebody yeah. a narcissist because they make me take responsibility. Mm. Right. Okay. Then yeah. there is true narcissists who um, gaslight, you know, yeah. gaslight you, or they just. Um, yeah, it's it's. I'm even hesitant to like give sure. super strong opinions because well, because it's kind of like giving a diagnosis. Yeah, right. yeah, right. Totally. And so, but yeah, narcissism is is not willing the good of another. Yeah. You don't care. Yeah. You don't care, and I don't think it's you don't care because your brain is di- is like dysfunctional in like a matter way. Yeah, mm-hmm. like your brain wires, which I, where I think psych- mm-hmm. psychopathy and sociopathy, your brain wires got really distorted somehow. Okay, I think narcissism is more. I do not care because if I did, you're gonna hurt me. 
that and makes sense yeah i will not let you hurt me okay wow somebody might disagree with me and that's okay yeah. but i'm just going that off makes of what a lot i of sense. see yeah. and what i've you know because a narcissist can be softened it okay. takes a lot okay but so because i have heard a lot of people talk about narcissism and they yeah. say like they don't care they do not care, care about you is that true yeah they don't care because if they cared they could get hurt yeah so they have to just kind of like shut that part mm-hmm. even if it's like relatives or it's like <laughs> oh, they no. don't care in comparison to how much they care about their self-preservation yeah absolutely yeah yeah, and I see, I see, I don't want to go here, but I just see a lot <laughs> in like Christian culture as well. Really? People that are trying to okay. be like Christian influencers or yeah. or Christian, we have a very narcissist, especially in, the Amer- in America, you know, mm. and I don't want to get off here, but we have a very <laughs> narcissistic gospel. I mean, we mm. have the gospel. We have Jesus is the son of God and he came to save us. To save us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what do we do with that? Oh, well, you know, and that's where it can get off on... He saved me, so now I get to, you know, I still have a need that needs to uh-huh. be met. I need people to like me. He wants the very best for me, which means I can always, do whatever I want. Always need to live in prosperity. <laughs> yeah. Always yeah. need to live in victory. And I don't want to get off on, you know, disagree with people here because, you know, we are not called to be beggars. We're not, you know, we, we yeah. live in the victory. The victory comes from Christ. Yeah. But. I, it's like it, he's the one who gets it. You don't have to. Right, yeah. right, right, and and just yeah. because you don't have a million dollars you don't need to be doesn't self-seeking. mean you're, you're still something wrong. You're, yeah, your your mission should be to like live and honor him, and like whatever he gives you is fine. Yeah, yeah, but it's not self-seeking to like make myself rich and prosperous. And, yeah, or I need to make, know. I need to be the next. Um, yeah, super successful. Christine Kane or um, Joyce Meyer. I mean, we are going to get to heaven, and yeah. we are going to see you can heroes be, that we've just never even heard of. Yeah, no, honestly. And those are going to be the heroes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I totally and I'm not dogging that. anybody. I just named it all. No, no yeah, all. there's an important. But role there's for them as well. Something there's in your mind <laughs> that could be like, if unless I'm them, I'm not successful. Yeah. It's like no, like there are other people. Yeah, and then I believe that that can form into not clinical, but like just this like pseudo narcissism where it's yeah. very self-seeking and it's mm. very it it yeah, I love Jesus. I love Lord. I'm going to read my Bible and pray every day, but don't question me. Are you really like are you are you, you know, really like are you really what right. if he, are you open to him saying actually something love, different? I want you to go live in a hut with the people in this, you know. Yeah. Now this is extreme. Or like go be a mom. Yeah. Don't be a stay-at-home mom and yeah. raise yeah. children. Yeah. Okay. That is the great. I believe, and I'm not a mom. I'm not married, but I I believe that is the greatest a big calling yeah. of any woman. Yeah. I, yeah. Agreed. Big sacrifice. Okay. I love all of that, but I have another question about yes. this narcissism <laughs> stuff. <laughs> narcissism. It's very. I don't feel very qualified to talk about. But it, I feel but like it's fun. so out there. Like yeah. again, yeah. like people really people say talk it about a lot. Those, like yeah, toxic, yeah. trauma, narcissist. Everybody is one of. But them. But there's obviously there are someone out there is. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So that being said, if you happen to find yourself mm-hmm. in a place where you are dealing with a narcissist, mm-hmm. how do you? Mm-hmm you know solve problems with them because what if you're in you know a disagreement mm-hmm. and you feel like there's almost no hope because right. they don't see your side mm-hmm. uh-huh. and you don't know how to even have confrontation with them because yeah. they avoid it or they'll turn it into or a they war make or something it on, it's yeah. all your fault you know like yeah. so how do you if and anyone really right. who's like that whether they're narcissists or not yeah. like 
it can be hard to have confrontation with people like that. Right. Yeah. So what's the answer? I guess it depends on are you able to pull yourself away from them in your life, or is this um, a family member, a spouse, yeah. spouse that would be, get counseling? Right. Even if it's just for yourself, because I'm not going to advocate to divorce. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody's totally. a narcissist. Um, I don't advocate for that. Um, if you're in danger, absolutely get out of there. But um, mm-hmm. but if it's just um, like somebody you have to work with or somebody or an extended family member mm-hmm. setting strong boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it depends on each situation. Like yeah. there's no like black and white. I'll, but relieving yourself of the pressure and the responsibility of having to keep this person around or yeah um, so there's kind of like a place where you may need to take a step back yeah and it may not be like a full cutoff but it might be right we just have to right. be a little distant yeah and i want to get specific <laughs> so like let's say it's like a, a married couple and it's an in-law like a mother-in-law or a father-in-law yeah. um you you want to definitely go in prayer because you want to have mm-hmm. a good balance of you no matter what this person's behaviors no matter what their ailment is no matter what their issue is you always want to honor. Yeah. You want to keep that commandment. Yeah. It's a commandment. Yeah. Honor thy father and thy mother. Yeah. So how do we do this by while also setting strong boundaries for my family? That's a great mm-hmm. question. So, how I mean, I worked with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> this one's a little it's kind like, of a touchy subject, but I, I knew somebody whose um, father... Um, I don't think it was the stepfather. I think it was the father. And they got back in touch, and he 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 was a, he had a record, a pedophilia oh, record. Wow. So now they have children. They, they he never yeah. messed with you know, yeah. the daughter. Yeah. But um, the daughter now has a family and children. That's tough. Obviously, yeah. never going to leave the children alone with my yeah. grandfather ever. That would be incredibly irresponsible and yeah. wrong. And if that father makes that per- mother feel guilty for not that, you ignore that guilt. Yeah, that is 100%. not guilt from the Lord. Yeah. That is. Yeah. Manipulation. Absolutely. And yes. There's a way to honor and say, no, we'll come eat dinner with you or something. Or, or it, but if you yeah. need to cut it completely, you know, cut it completely. Yeah. To protect your children. But there is still a way even to cut things completely in honor. Okay. Mm-hmm. With honor. Okay. Ex- explain with that. Death with dignity. <laughs> yeah. Death with dignity. Yeah. Like, because here's the thing this is where I think it gets tricky. I could think that I am ending this in honor. Mm-hmm. They're gonna always, They're gonna flip it always on me. think that it's, it's not, your responsibility. not in honor. Okay. Right. Your responsibility. Okay. okay. So it's just as long as it's honorable mm-hmm. to yeah. you and Jesus. But how do you know if you are being honored? <laughs> <laughs> talk to a pastor. Talk to a counselor. Get yeah. accountability. Say, yeah. hey, this is my plan. What do you think about this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, cussing them out and telling them, though, good, that's not honorable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Saying, I that's love you. Thank obvious, you for yeah. raising me. Thank you for all the. Because, you know, no matter yeah. what bad comes from our parents, we are who we are because of them. Yeah. yeah. Good, bad, ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, thanking them for giving you life. Thanking them for loving you the only way they knew how. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, and you can even be honest until my kids are 18, you will not see them. You know, if it's yeah. that extreme. I know some examples where it's not that extreme. They just. Yeah, because the person is different. They got rehab. They got rehabilitated. Right. They're yeah. a different person. They gave their life to the Lord. But I still wouldn't get let my yeah. children around. It, yeah. To be alone with them. Yeah. yeah. And, totally. And um. Yeah. Th- yeah. Always just always checking. Is this honorable? Mm-hmm. Right. But also knowing that their reaction is not your responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. good. Okay. I do you have a no go for it. <laughs> I had a burning question. <laughs> if you're 
if you're hypothetically counseling somebody and you're like, okay, I think they're a narcissist. Like, <laughs> what is your... What, how do you make them realize it? Or what is your next step I'm moving to Antarctica. I'm so sorry. I need to refer you to a new client. A new therapist. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, that's such a tough one. Um, ask the question again. If you're counseling somebody and you're like, mm, think this is a narcissist. Yeah. How I, do you get them to either realize that they are or like what are their next I, steps? I, I what are not. your challenges? Okay. I do not. My goal is not to get them to realize it. My goal okay. is to get them um, to chip away at the adult them and get down to the child them and see what went, what went okay. wrong and love them through it. Wow. And most of the times when you work with a narcissist, you don't want to love them. So that's when you have to say, I need the eyes of Jesus. I need the eyes of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I do not have the eyes of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But he has the eyes of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Because he is Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So you just work back, work backwards to mm-hmm. like a, like what are, what are some like childhood things that cause that, you know, mm-hmm. like. Depends. It's everything, you know. It could could it be could, like it just could be a, as simple as bullying. Yeah, it could, could be, be like just a slight. Yeah, abandonment um, or mom abandonment. Um, mm-hmm. It could be rejection just in being any form. Ignored, totally um, neglected growing up. I had both parents. They never divorced, but my emotional needs were never yeah dealt with. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, it is physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Yeah, and I'm saying like very generic answers because sometimes there is, Mm -hmm. we are like baffled. Why is this person the way they are? Yeah. I don't understand. And there is, that's when like just human will comes in. Mm -hmm. And as therapists, we just like, no, there's an answer for everything. There has to be a reason. (laughs) And sometimes we just don't know. There usually is a reason, but sometimes there's not. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I would, yeah. And if a nurse, if somebody with narcissism comes, now if it's couples counseling, that's where it gets tricky. Um, but if it's just that, that person, do you do two when it's couples counseling? Do you do both at the same time? Do both people um, at the same I, time? So I have only done a couple, not in the setting of like a family marriage counselor. So it, it depends. Some people do them together and then separate. It depends on if you're getting anywhere. Separate, but like seeing the same counselor. Sometimes mm. they need to see different counselors yeah. and then come okay. together. Okay. It's ideal to have them together all the time okay. because really? they're one unit. Yeah. yeah, you're one unit. Yeah. But usually, if one is a narcissist, you want to separate okay. just for a little bit. Um, yeah, ugh, that's tough. Narcissism that's, within marriage—that's got to be really tough. Um, but yeah, it, if it's just a, a nar- somebody who has nar- tendency of, of narcissism coming, they're usually not coming because I'm a narcissist. You know, they have other <laughs> yeah. symptoms. Mm-hmm. They have symptoms of anxiety or depression or mm-hmm. although. Sure. It's very difficult for narcissists to kind of admit that stuff. But, um, yeah. Well, that's not true. I'm taking that back. But, <laughs> yeah, there's usually different things. Now, a true narcissist is probably not going to come to therapy to begin with. Total, yep. So, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you want to see what, what, why are you here? Yeah. Okay, well, let's, let's work on that. And then if I start to see, you know, they have some narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. Um, I have to develop relationship first. Yeah, yeah, I'm true. Nobody wants Start to peeling be told, back the You're a narcissist. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh no, let's work on that. Okay. Yeah, they should be like, happen. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so switching gears slightly. You kind of mentioned this, and maybe it was outside of the podcast, so I might be just bringing it up. But um, 
speaking the truth in love. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like in today's age, a lot of people are offended by any type of truth. 100%. <laughs> and I'm mostly thinking relationally. So, <laughs> like, you know, you, t- you feel like you're a close friend or you're close to them. So you're like, I feel like I have the place. I need to tell you this. Sure. But they absolutely reject that. And you're like, have it. Yeah. oh, I didn't have that place in your life. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of decipher or is it kind of one of those things where you have to just go for it and then the rea- the reaction is the reaction? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when is there a place to not say something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you find that balance with speaking truthfully to people? Because there's some people also who are like, well, I'm just truthful, so I'm going to yeah. offend you, you know, constantly. Sure. So it's like, it's I off feel like offense. it can, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can yeah, be yeah. this hard balance yeah. to know. And I feel like in my life, I've been like, oh, I know that they're not ready to rece- receive right. this. And that's yeah. mature. That's maturity. But yeah. then there's sometimes where you're like, but if I don't say something, right. am I ruining their life, <laughs> you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like that responsibility, but also is that too much? Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. That was kind of a loaded question, but. No, 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 it's good. I think, and, and again, there's no black and white answer here, but I yeah. think um, some rule of thumbs is to, first of all, is, is the person in, in immediate danger. If they're in yeah. immediate danger, withholding the truth is not love yeah. yeah okay so that's number one i think that's pretty rare though that's an yeah. interesting case um you always have to check your motive mm. do i want to tell them this because i'm gonna tell them and i'm tell it like it is and that's just who i am yeah. <laughs> or am i gonna sit and listen to the holy spirit and him say it's actually not time yeah um and you know there's a way to be loving and enabling Mm-hmm. So if you never speak the truth, then you're just mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're doing marijuana now. Oh. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. Whatever makes you happy, that's not yeah. love. Yeah, because that's not truth. Yeah. Um, if anybody ever, if you ever hear people say whatever makes them happy, like, oh gosh, <laughs> no, I cannot yeah. stand that. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of things that make people happy kills them. Yeah. So 100%. or there's a lot of bad things yeah, out there. Yeah, or it hurts other people. Um, so that's not speaking truth. That would be withholding yeah. love and, and their mm-hmm. truth. But if it's, wow, this person is, I can just tell she is going to go to the wrong college or I can just tell she, this person is not good for her. Now, if the person is like hurting her, yes. Okay. But if you just don't like the person, um, it's probably not your place to say it. Even mm-hmm. if you're right and mm-hmm. down the road, because yeah. the thing with, non-toxic non-codependent relationships is that there's freedom for both parties yeah so if i'm your friend i should give you freedom to hear from the holy spirit i should Mm -hmm. give you freedom to make a choice Mm -hmm. out of love yeah and not out of pressure from me yeah that's healthy relationships even if i know oh this is gonna really bring her some heartache you Mm -hmm. know yeah i could isolate you from me by saying Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're in immediate danger and you know this person is really, really bad, maybe you can say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there isn't a time to know when to withhold your tongue and to yeah. allow them to hear yeah. for themselves and grow. That way it doesn't become a codependent relationship because right. if you constantly <laughs> are giving them advice, oh, it's the man. right advice, they're yeah. going to start depending on you and they're never yeah, going right. to grow. Yeah. Right. right. Totally. And I feel like when it comes to relationships, that is the trickiest place yeah. because, well, I've had this situation happen too where it's like it does end and then you're like, yeah, okay. And then they're like, 
did you like ever think anything and you're like yeah and they're like why didn't you tell me and you're like yeah because i knew that i couldn't right <laughs> like i knew you had to figure it out yourself right and then there's been places where like can an event yeah no literally <laughs> like where you know i'll be like okay if you like lord if you want me to say something like let it come up naturally and it has and it still has backfired. So, like, I'm yeah, very leery right. to say anything right. to people about their relationship unless they bring it up to me. And even then, I'm, like, cautious with my words. Sometimes they just want one answer. No, exactly. They right. could even be coming to you and still not wanting the truth. They just want to know? hear something that gives them a reason to stay yeah. or something. So, yeah. I, f- it, I feel like that is the trickiest mm-hmm. one of all. And especially because I'm, like, I wanted to know. Like, I didn't want to make a mistake. Like, I yeah. wanted None people to tell me. But then there's a lot of people that don't want that. Like, mm-hmm. they just want to do what they want to do, yeah. which is what it is. It's fine. But it's just, like, that's kind of hard to watch. Mm-hmm. I, that's true. Yeah, I'm thinking of a different take on it. But, yeah, no, you're, no, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It depends <laughs> on the person. Yeah, it really does. It's almost like get them to say it like uh, try to ask them questions to where like how do you feel like they treat yeah, you like get them to the right. realization so you know that, i mean you just described like a, a therapist yeah. yeah it's not my job to sit there with somebody yeah um it's fascinating because i've been volunteering with a group of people and they they sit with vulnerable people um and just watching them um they have the answers i know these people have the answers yeah they have mm-hmm. the right answer and they just sit and they listen and they love and they give, and they love, and they give. And there are times where they do speak up. But in watching them, after working with months with these people, you see the people they're working with actually develop a maturity because they're being loved, and so they're able to make mature decisions. A lot of times. Not yeah. Times. Mm. There's a lot of devastating things that happen as well. But yeah. um, And so in that, so in, as a therapist, when I sit down with people, um, and all therapists have their strengths, um, me, I'm able to usually see somebody, get to know their story, like this, 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 this. We need to fix that. Let's go. Yeah. So I run, you know, figuratively, I'm running towards them, grabbing them and pulling them, mm-hmm. and they don't come. Yeah. Well, why? Because I didn't take the time to sit, Yeah. look at it from their point of view, and see all the obstacles from their point of view. They yeah. can't just run Right. Yeah. the way that I want them to. So it takes time and patience. Yeah. So patience. And not always me just telling them and yeah. educating them yeah. on situations because that's not meeting their emotional, that's not meeting them emotionally. It's not mm-hmm. meeting them where they're at spiritually. Mm-hmm. Most people need love. That sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love is what will break down the walls. Love mm-hmm. will make mm-hmm. people vulnerable to cha- er, and open to change. Yeah. yeah. Not education. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Not being told, even if you're right. Yeah. yeah. And so my point of all that was watching this other group of people and in my volunteer time, it's just fascinating to see them sit in the mud with them. They sit there and they listen. And then, you know, they're also with spiritual ears and eyes looking at all the obstacles and they know what to say to enable, to empower, not enable, to empower that person to see it from a different standpoint and make the right mature decision. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that takes time and patience. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially for those Ooh, of us that are go-getters. And yeah, I you just want to yeah. I know how to yeah. fix it. Yeah. Just listen to me for crying out loud. Right. Yeah. That's not how the Lord works either. No, right. exactly. Okay. So. we got to ask this one more question before we finish off. <laughs> okay. This is a wild card question. Um, have you heard of ask versus guest culture? 
I have not. Okay, so here's the here's the premise of it. Okay, okay so ask. Most people, I think, are guest culture. Okay. So guest culture is like you won't ask a question of somebody or you won't ask for something unless you're sure that the answer is going to be yes. So it's a lot of like body language, reading. It's kind of like, can I stay for dinner? But you're kind of gotcha. seeing if they kind of invite you first mm -hmm. to ask, mm -hmm. what do you think if we stay for dinner? But you have to be like sure that they'll say yes. Versus ask culture would say can I stay for dinner? And you are fine with them saying no, mm -hmm. but they might be horrified that you asked <laughs> <laughs> because they're like, right. that's so rude. I have to tell her no. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Like as versus guest culture, I just think it's fun. Rejection. I think yeah. it depends on how you view wow. rejection. Um, yeah. That makes so the ass culture has more of a rejection immunity if you're if you're okay no if you're right if you're yeah. okay with asking yeah and i have certain people in my life that yeah. i that i'll just bluntly ask stuff and it's okay if you say no i'm gonna be just fine you yeah know? yeah i know that no i think you're an asker for sure so <laughs> i was like wow. there are definitely some guest people not out there right away when really? i to know somebody and i'm okay. like i really like this person not in a romantic kind of way, but i just really admire this person i want them to like me mm -hmm. i need to watch their body language first mm. because if they say no even if it's not even a bad thing yeah i'm gonna Oh, rejection. They hate me. They don't like yeah. me. And that's so irrational. It's so not true. Yeah. Um, but I'm aware that it. I will feel that. Yeah. Yeah. And I will work through it. Yeah. And yeah. eventually that won't happen anymore with that person. Right. But it depends on the intensity of the relationship. I just I, think I'm thinking like, of one relationship that I have right now. It's a friendship. And it's just, mm -hmm. I really admire this person. This person is like a mentor. And mm -hmm. I just, I find myself, like, I'm afraid to ask her. You oh. know? Yeah. <laughs> because even though she's wonderful, but. Yeah. Um, and so, and it's okay. It's okay. What's funny is it's okay to know that you're in that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know yeah. call it immaturity, but just. That phase. It's part of relationships. It's part of working yeah. through rejection. Friends mm -hmm. and other people, you know, our our mutual friend Miss Heather. Mm -hmm. I don't care if she rejects. Like yeah, we are yeah. so past like, that point. We've yeah. been like twenty years. She's yeah. like my she's like family. Yeah. And she know I can ask her awkward questions and she can answer awkwardly and we're yeah. just fine. Yeah. So um, whereas when I first knew her, sorry, I keep hitting that. When I first <laughs> knew her, oh gosh, if she, you wouldn't oh, ask, yeah, oh, it would have been awful rejection, and I would have been yeah. devastated for months. Yeah. I just but, know, like going into the holidays, like there's a good chance that some people were raised in a guest culture, and then they're going to their in-laws or something, and they are true. all ask, and they're like going to be uh -huh. horrified. Uh -huh. Yeah, totally. somebody asked something of me, and I can't say yes. Right. You know, right. just like, do you have any advice for these people? So for the people that need to say no, but they're yeah. embarrassed to say no. Just They're embarrassed to say no, or they think, oh, it's so rude of them to ask me because I have to, they should have been sure that I could say yes before they asked me. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? It depends. Yeah, it depends on the nature of the, I think it's okay to say. Yeah. And even to give them an awkward look like, I'm so sorry. I wish I could say yes, but we yeah. need to go to bed by 7 p.m. tonight because yeah. Harold has a heart procedure tomorrow. Or, yeah. you know, Harold? <laughs> Harold. Harold, I would imagine a heart Harold tomorrow. has a heart procedure. So I think it's okay to... And if, and he if, had and a heart condition when you named him Harold. <laughs> if a relationship is worth keeping, you're going to be able to get past those awkward moments. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are totally. always going to be awkward moments in relationships. Yeah. And you have to be able to be okay with that if you're not yeah. okay with awkwardness and rejection mm -hmm. you're avoiding yeah. and you're avoiding a wound that needs yeah. to be healed from a long time ago wow that's good. Yeah. That good gotta be okay with awkward you gotta be okay yeah. with awkward prayer you've gotta be okay with awkward 
absolutely. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> we're not okay with awkward. No. Yeah, it has to be. That's why we're, we're so not. enthralled with The Office. We're like, let's just watch other people. Just talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel better about ourselves. Okay. <laughs> One more. She thought of another question. One more. Let's go. This is it. This is it. When it comes to, this is, I guess, a little bit of a boundary question, sure. maybe. Mm-hmm. Could fall in that category. But let's just talk about with relationships. Mm-hmm. And there are some that are, I wouldn't even say toxic. They're just hard or like you they're just they drain you when you're around them like it's just not your favorite person to be Mm -hmm. around Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well how would you navigate that because Mm -hmm. and it maybe not even a relative it could be just a friend Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. could be a relative too but like Mm -hmm. you know i guess is there a place to be like well i don't really necessarily need to put myself in that position anymore and it might not even be like the worst thing ever it's just like they are not the best to be around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it might be somebody that, like, really needs you or really looks up to you. Yeah, that, like, uh, that's right. Go through or it could just be, definitely like, a relationship that. that they really want a relationship with you. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> There's freedom in saying no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's freedom in saying... So that's not, I guess, wrong. No. <laughs> you know? No. Again, check your motives. Yeah. yeah. Um... If, if the Lord is saying, actually, I want you to be in this person's yeah, life. Yeah, totally. Okay, well, then, you, Lord, you're going to have to give me your eyes. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to have to give me your patience. But if it's, no, we all we all have the freedom. You think of um, dating. When people ask people out, we have the freedom to say no. Yeah. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We have the freedom to say no to the Lord. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, we have, yeah. there's freedom wow. yeah. and love. Absolutely. And if there's no freedom, it's not love. Yeah. It's. Mm-hmm. And there are times to say, I need a break. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it could just be things that you're going through personally. I mean, I've had, I have very, very strong relationships um, now that there have been times, you know, in years past where it's, we need a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very painful. Very painful. Yeah. But in, in hindsight, it's each of us were going through something that would have not been good to go through together. Yeah. And so... Yeah, there are times you're not obligated to anybody. Yeah. Except your family when you're married and, and your children. Yeah, yeah. And the Lord. Absolutely. Yeah. So there are times, but again, yeah. check your motive as to why. Yeah. Are you a, are you choosing not to be in a relationship because they actually may tell you a truth that mm. you can't handle? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As you see that, I'm pointing. You <laughs> see that a lot. You see that a lot. People will break off relationships because... They uh-huh. know that this person has a truth to speak to me, and I don't want to hear it. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. So you see, that's that's avoidance. That's immature. Right. And that operates from a wound. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if they tell me the truth, that means they don't love me. Wow. That means I've done something wrong. If I've done something wrong, that means I'm not worthy of love. Yeah. I'm not worthy of love. Who am I? Wow. If I don't know who I am, all these years of success and accomplishment. What does it even equal up to, right? So Yikes. you get on this, yeah. this yeah. is all yeah. super self subconscious, but you know, we can see the symptoms of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, always check the motive. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good. That that was a good answer. Yeah. yeah. We gotta that's wrap it got. up at some time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just thought of another question, but I'm like, maybe we'll just save it. Maybe. Is we'll it a fast question? It. It's kind of a fast question. Okay. Part three. Not? <laughs> okay. So if you have to be around a narcissist, let's say like, <laughs> back to the narcissist. Best narcissist. <laughs> I was just going to say like, cause you said as a therapist, you kind of try to work backwards and go find their childhood self and whatever happened. I would not suggest that if you're not in a therapy office. No, I would just <laughs> say like, would it be okay to like mentally, if you have to be around somebody, again, I'm not talking about like 
a spouse or something sure. like super heavy, but like, would it help to kind of just put in your mind, like, this is somebody they kind of think of them in their child state and have compassion on like the have, kid that got for hurt. Understanding. Just yeah. Pray for the eyes. Yeah. Different eyes to see them. Yeah. 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 I would almost be like, is it okay to see them as like a hurt child and recognize that that wound probably happened, especially if you know something happened that was like crazy in their childhood or something, kind of just see them mm-hmm. with that kind of compassion, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they're probably still in that state and they never got over mm-hmm. it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's not your job to change them. It's not your yeah. job. It's just your job to love. Is that cheesy yeah. again? Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's real. And love well, is not a feeling. Mm, yeah. Love is an action. Yeah. That's a whole nother topic. <laughs> yeah, guys, come back next week for Love is an Action, part one. <laughs> From and someone who's not married. Week two, joy is a choice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, this has been amazing. Fun. I think I we drained her. <laughs> we drained her. <laughs> You're on my ride, though. <laughs> She's yeah. going to take a nap. Yeah. She's going to be, like, passed out on the way. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, no, thank right, you well, so next much. Next week is like, yes, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. It's great. Next week is going to be what, like Christmas time? Twenty yeah. first. Pretty much, yeah. We're going to be stomping on Christmas next week, Stomp so time. that's going to be super fun. Um, make sure that you join us. It's going to be episode one hundred next week, <gasps> also, oh unless something that's has crazy. come up where we have dropped another bonus episode. But I think December. Y- no, no, I have that one included oh, okay. in my okay. count, I believe. Okay, good. I think. Oh, Lord. I don't know. Hold on. Was this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Video episode. So, hold on. Bonus. 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. That was episode 100. So maybe we'll, maybe last week was the bonus episode. Wow. Okay. Maybe we'll, this one will be come out on 24th. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. We'll this see. is a wild time. Yeah. <laughs> be ready for anything. You'll know. We'll be back every single Thursday with brand new episodes. So uh, we have we have some fun stuff coming up. The new yeah. year's approaching quickly. That's crazy. 2024. 2024. Here we go. We've got more in store. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> That's nice. I think I just named the year. There we go. All right, guys. <laughs> well, we love you. Stay tuned for what's coming next. Who Merry knows? Christmas. Happy New Year. And see you later. Bye. Bye.